0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: All right, great evening, everyone. This is Andre Ebron, the founder and one of the hosts of the Drawing Board Podcast. Oh, got a little bit of feedback there. And listen, I'm excited tonight because tonight is the second opportunity to welcome one of our new hosts to the show. He's no stranger to the world. In fact, the world knows exactly who he is. Uh, some call him Theopolis Smith III. Uh, his wife probably calls him "Bay Poor Honey." Uh, his 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 children call him "Dad" and "Father." Uh, his friends call him, you know, their homeboy, their brother. Uh, of course, his mother and his father call him "Son." And to the world, he is known as Fresh Laundry. Welcome to the show again, my brother. Thank you,
0: thank you, thank you. How are we doing there? Hello, everyone.
1: How are we doing this evening? Yes, sir. <laughs> man. Listen, brother, I, I want to say, man, before we really jump into it, when mm-hmm. I tell you, man, I am uh, grateful to God for the collaboration uh, that we've had here. I mean, it seems like the last month we've really been really been kicking it yeah. up, but yeah, but for the last year, man, it has been uh, a blessing um, to have had you come to the drawing board experience which that's our inaugural conference. So think about it like this, Theo, at the inaugural conference, I was able to now hang fresh laundry in my home from our very first conference. To me, that is a staple that I'll remember uh, forever. And then um, from that point, Theo, uh, we have gone on, you and I, the Drawing Board Nation Fresh Laundry Collabo to merchandise that very piece of artwork. Yes. Yeah, man, listen. Hey, when I when I tell you I was super stoked about it, I mean, super stoked about it, uh, because uh, what we were able to do in that moment, I've never done anything like that. So I've had shirts, you know, I've had, but to to embark upon something new, to literally like reimagine the possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, for me, I, I don't do anything and you don't do anything without uh, foundational scripture backing, just that emphasis of how faith uh, influences all that we do. And so, man, when I, when I thought about, and I'll ask you, I don't know if you can reveal it, but, and I have, it, you know, art is interpretive. So, man, when I look at that picture, why did you choose the five tally marks in gold on his head?
0: Man, because it represents um, the bigger scheme of things. It, depending on your perspective, it represented his crown. Uh, so one thing, some some situations could could be could be looking dim or um, discouraging or to the point where it's like it's no good, it's no value. Um, but if you change the perspective on things, or look at it from a positive perspective, you you can see the best in something. And so turn those tally marks where it's traditional, where it's like it's just a bad memory or this is a bad situation or one thing after another is happening. Why can't we not be something that's powerful that that enhances us in the future? So with those tally marks that represented being a crown.
1: Yeah, man, so listen, you know, I I was all in it. I said, okay, I can tell that it's a crown, right? And then of course, you know, I I, I got all spiritual with it. So I said, there are five tally marks in his crown, which means he has a crown of grace, you know? Yeah, (laughs) so I I looked at, and uh, when some people look at the artwork, they may think sometimes that he's looking down, but what he is is he's contemplative with his pen in his hand, And he's creating his next move. So this is a message to somebody right now. Although some people are looking at you and they're perceiving it as you're looking down, what they don't understand is that you're contemplating your next best move. Uh, With pen in hand, you're ready. As Theo would say, what will you create on your drawing board? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then you and I, we collaborated and we were able to... um, Uh, contact Arnetta Scruggs, which is the founder of the Bloom Project, Inc. And uh, we were able to bless a young king over the weekend. Uh, He got all kind of, uh, you know, goodies and items. Um, But we were able to bless him with $300 of, uh, you know, uh, the projected proceeds from our, uh, the shirts that we're launching. And that launches tomorrow, tonight. Listen, 12 a.m. 12 12 a.m. Theo, I got to let a cat out the bag. Go I got that. we there are only 36 of these shirts that will ever be printed. Ooh, that's major. That's major. Listen, short sleeves, long sleeves, crew necks, but Theo, watch this. Tell me why I've had pre-orders for 6 already. Wow. So, wow. so listen. Hey, brother, so listen. <laughs> hey, listen. So, hey, at 12 midnight tonight, 12 a.m., you better go to the drawingboardnation.com and make sure you get the shirt. It's the Drawing Board Nation Fresh Laundry Collaboration. And so uh, with that being said, Theo, man, I see that beautiful piece of artwork behind you of laundry hanging behind you. Yes. And I just want to, listen, I want to, in, in all true Drawing Board Nation fashion, I want everybody now to put your hands for together for the internationally acclaimed. The artist that comes and, look, personifies creativity. The artist that comes and in some way embodies what you think and feel. And his technique is so profound. I won't tell you about how he signs his name. He'll have to talk about that (laughs) himself. But listen, it is not just um, watching a artist work. It is literally an experience. So the Drawing Board Nation, welcome our family. Another host. Theo is in your hands, my brother.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Man, so um, once more, um, short introduction. My name is Theopolis uh, Smith. I go by Fresh Laundry. I'm a husband. I am a father. Uh, I'm a a homie. I'm I'm that guy. And I'm just down to earth. I'm a servant of God. Um, I enjoy people. I enjoy life. And uh, God has wired me kind of differently to just be able to create. Um, And as an art artist, um, I've been invited to do this since the age of three, empowered to really do it since the age of 13 professionally. Um, and I, I've kind of started a journey where it's just like one thing after the next. Every time I create something, it's like, what's going to happen after that? What's next? What's next? And so tonight I'm actually going to kind of um, get involved with uh, just seeing what is culture and what is art about uh, from from my perspective as a young man. Um, so first, I'm going to give you a small definition, um, kind of paraphrasing the definition of culture. Culture, the meaning of culture is the arts um, or in other ways, the manifestation of human intellectuals. Um, to some people, it may be social um, institutions of achievements of particular nations. So, for example, you know how we get together and, um, you know, you may say um, we have certain creeds and colors about us. And sometimes African-Americans may do one thing, not a stereotypical kind of view, but like, hey, you know, African-Americans are known for doing this. Blacks are known for doing this. Um, Native Americans are, indi- are indigenous people are known for doing one thing or, or, or the way they cook or the way they, they dress um, but then also too in the art, it's a certain culture and a certain um just a certain culture and a certain ambiance for each artist, and they tell their own story. My job for you this evening is to be able to parallel with that. What does art and culture have to do with your life? It's kind of crazy. Like, why why does art have to do anything with me? I'm not an artist, so I mean not have an art bone in my body, and I wish I could do half the things that you do. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> You're made to be individual, and I'm glad I can share this perspective tonight. So art and life. First, I'm going to do, kind of give you a background school, story about me and my art technique. So with me, um, growing up, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and had the privilege of just being able to see all walks of life and art and go to the art museums and just kind of in, indulge in art. And I would, you know, be fascinated by this and I would see cartoons on TV and I would sit up and try to mimic and draw something that felt good to me or something that I could relate to. Um, Fast forwarding, um, I, I kept practicing over time until I get to the point where I found my own style, my own voice, or my own rhythm within art. Um, and then it got to a point where I just fell off and I didn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I just, I didn't, I didn't have a desire. I didn't know how it worked for my life and why I did do it. Um, fast forward some more, I found myself in my art and I find my identity and um, who I am and who I became through my art and who I am becoming through my art. So with art, any kind of subject that you do, you kind of do something that you can relate to or certain intellect value or something that you could feel or a social institution of achievement that you try to embody into a subject. Um, a subject is of course, whatever you're going to be painting or drawing or coloring. Um, and of course art has a voice. So with me, it's like, that's the way I use my voice. Believe it or not, I'm a quiet, soft spoken person, but with my art, I speak volumes. I roar, I scream across the nation. Um, but when I'm choosing a subject, I'm choosing something or I'm thinking something that identifies to me and what works to me. But before I get started though, I always like to make a, a either a pre-sketch of it or make the framework for it. And what I mean by that, not just indulging in making a whole painting all in one setting, I want to know what what it what it does as far as me making um the um articulating what the hand looks like, the structure of a hand or a face or a certain playoff of a certain emotion or a color. And what I do is I pre-sketch. Have a framework so it's not finished. It's almost like building a house. If you've seen anyone build a house before, they may have a blueprint. Um, they may have something where they just have the, the structure of it, or you may see them when they, when you like, for me, if you ever did um, Habitat for Humanity, all you see is a wooden structure. And in the wooden structure, you see the potential of what could be something that's great. Um, and then fast forwarding, once you get done with that structure, you decide to figure out what goes here, what goes next, or what should go in this place, or create an order for it. And then from there, you gather those, um, the substance of it from your experiences of life. For example, there's no way I could build a house with a pillow, right? If I was to take a a hammer and nails, excuse me, no hammer. If I just use a nail and a pillow, I'm not going to have the right tools to build this house. Um, Same thing it is with art and life. You have the right tools to build what you're going to desire, what you want and what you expect out of it. So with this, I would go on this journey. I'm figure out what tools I want to use. Do I want to use paint? Do I want to use acrylic? Do I want to use clay? Do I want to use something that um, no one's ever used before or something that's of old technique, an airbrush gun? <laughs> Some people in the 80s know they, they probably got shoes and, and, and sweatshirts and everything else under the sun uh, that they used to airbrush with or have, have airbrush clothes and step out for the evening with. But I like to make sure that I have the right technique and the right uh, tools for my job. So Going from a frame and a structure, um, some people, you know, they they may study it as well, too. So you have a blueprint or some people that study anatomy or they study a subject. So with me, say, for example, if I was doing a face, I'm going to study the face inside out. I want to look at the depths of it, the shadows, the light source, everything else to create a bigger picture. Keyword, bigger picture. We'll get back to that. But I want to make sure that I have the right tools for the job. And in in that I like to embody um, something that no one else has created. And sometimes it actually shocks yourself when you create. So as an artist, once I get to the point where I'm sketching something and you see just uh, the peaks and valleys of the potential of what it looks like. So you see the framework and then you add those tools that maybe, be, um, like I said, graphite or whatever medium it is and then be able to apply it. And then from there, you see the picture, you see the potential of the picture. And then you play around when, I like to make it a dance. Like I, I love color with, pitch, with, with pictures and paintings. So you may see light sources of yellows and blues, uh, light blue, and then you may see some dark purples of shading or some dark reds or um, any kind of like just combinations. Like why did he do that? But once more, it's for a bigger picture. And then once I get that technique down and play with that over and over again, I get to work on the face some more. We get to work the subject of the the body, the torso, the details of the hands and um, down to the veins. And what that looks like for me is I'm, I'm having fun now because I understand who I am, my rhythm and what I can do. And I'm starting to see the bigger picture. Just let you know, we're talking about life as well, too. We're going to get to that shortly. And then in this, I get a chance to play with the background and the forefront and make sure that you see stuff off in the distance and something that you can relate to in the forefront where you see the eyes and the appeal of the eyes. and, And you can look into the soul of this, this, this actual piece where it actually you can relate to it. It may be a certain emotion that you could t- 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 tie to it. And those that even collect art, they mostly do it because they can relate to a subject or they see their potential based off of a painting study shows. So with this, I like to make sure that, um, I normally do it just for, for my expression and that whoever's interprets it, that's how they receive it. And they apply it applies to their own life. And so just think about this first and foremost, To create something out of nothing is a blessing. And the thing is, you have to have the eyes and the mindset of God to create. You Mm. can't do it in your own strength. You can't make this up and just throw something together. So fast forwarding, once I get the piece that I like, you know, shape just right, it may take some time. It may be frustrating. I may not get the light source like I want to. And um, I have to play with it for a while. It may, it may take a, a week. It may take a month. It may take a couple of days. It may take a couple of seconds, depending on how I feel and my ambition based off my experience. And once more, again, we're talking about life. We're going to switch that in a second. But once I get this painting or this picture done, and it's to my liking, it's perfected. And you step back and look at it. And you know that you didn't make your own strength. It's a wild factor. Like sometimes I'll do paintings and it's like a wild factor. So those that are viewers, I have a painting behind me right now. For me to sit down and then just articulate an abstract painting, it it can be hard. It can be tricky. And the thing is, guess what? I can never create this again. Physically, I can never create each brushstroke again. I can't replicate it. I don't have that energy or that time or that experience. Or could I? I don't know if I keep practicing. (laughs) But for now, I can't see myself doing this. But Um, that's another thing too, to create value of a one of a kind piece. That's, that's a blessing, man. But once again, now we're going to switch to talk about life, about this thing. So just like life for me, I actually found myself in my artwork. I found myself at a point where I didn't have an identity. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. I was, I feel like I was just existing. I'm like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Why do I exist? And I found myself in a load of dirty clothes. This is a, a side uh, prequel to why I'm called Fresh Laundry. I found myself in a load of dirty clothes where I was frustrated with life, and everyone's flying past me, and they're they're sewing. And there was no jealousy involved, but more so, why am I here? Why is everyone else finding their that their niche, their their potential, their their achievements, and why am I here sitting silent and didn't know why? So I had to find myself getting my rhythm and. Um, I found it in my paintings. And so I was in a load of dirty clothes and I was sobbing and crying. That's where I got my revelation that, hey, you should be doing art and you should be hanging art. And so with that, I decided to um, just make the most of it. So I would go on this journey about night after night and just create painting after painting after painting after painting. And I would um, just create it. So I got to a point where I was like, wow, this is where my potential is. This is where I see myself in years to come. This is where I see myself in the long run. And it starts from me just literally drawing. To fast forward, um, this is about life now, guys. What is your blueprint? What is your subject? What is your framework that you've been working on? or that, That thing that you put off that you feel like you should be doing or like, I don't have time to do it, but I know it's necessary for my next destination. Sometimes things are unlocked in the future based off of what you do now. And so with me, depending on how... Some things may be light and airy and positive in your life. Good. But what about those dark times and those dark shaded areas that you feel like, why am I here? And it doesn't matter to anything. But guess what? There's a bigger picture. I'm just here to remind you that. And so within that, you'll go on these journeys of life where about for about where you may see light things happening, positive things. And then these negative things may jump into place. And you may feel like this, this, this painting, this bigger picture is not even worth the journey. But don't forget, it's a bigger picture and it's a purpose that you're doing it. Um, with art and culture, man, it goes hand in hand because people can relate to your story. People can re- relate. Guess what? You're a canvas. You're a work of art. In the beginning, God created created you. In the same token, your canvas work and who you are as a canvas, you will have these moments of shaded areas, gray areas, if you will. And then you have those those bright, bright days that you've been longing for. But it creates a bigger picture for kids. Guess what? It not only helps you to see who you are, but it allows others to see their potential, what they can be. And when people invest in the people that they can see and they see the best in you, my goodness. It's like, what can't you do? For me, every time that I created a piece, just today, I created a piece downtown for Wayne. And it's out in the public eye and people, they were loving it. And this one guy said, I have studied you. I have studied your artwork. I I wanted, I'd be right. He said, "I'll be right back." He went to his car and grabbed a canvas. His canvas was about as <laughs> half the size of him. He was about. He was not too big, but he was a he was a nice, nice short level guy. And he created this piece where it was tons of color and light and balance. And he said, I said "Theo, I want to let you know that your story, I I honor that, and what you do as an artist, I had to study you because guess what? It helped me become free. That is the biggest." Complement of life when someone has watched your life and made a certain move based off of what you've done in life. Do you know how major it is? How 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 dope of a creation of a canvas that you are? That you be able to someone can look at your piece and your work of art and be able to make their next move based off of what you've done. We're here to help each other, so why not do life like art? It's hand in hand with life and everything that you create is to a bigger picture. So, man, I went on a journey where I was a single young man when, like I said, when I was frustrated in life. And then once I started finding the piece to the puzzle and things was unlocked in time, I would draw my way to situations. But guess what? My artwork, my physical artwork would mimic my life. And I said, I would make bold strokes in this area. I'm going to work on my finances or I'm going to work on being a better person or I'm going to work on doing the best and being the best version I can of myself. And put my best foot forward. Do you know things start to happen in my life? I start to think differently. I start to feel more, um, have self-love for myself. I have self-awareness of others and caring about others. And then only that, though. But when I started doing that for other people, other people came in my life as well too. For example, my wife. My wife came out the clear blue. I've been on my wife actually most of my most of my life. I guess since my teenage years, I've been on my wife. We wasn't dating. We wasn't sweethearts or anything like that. But being able to unlock my brain with the help of God, I was able to, um, I don't know, just create freedom. And then it was like more and more people will come around, more and more you know people to the big, this bigger picture would happen. So I say to you that everything that you do is linked to a bigger picture. It's linked to a bigger source, it's linked to a bigger project, and you are not your own. And so once more with this definition, I love this part, which says social institution. Or achievements of peculiar nations who else is created like you and you find those 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 um, increments with the things that you like the things that you're you're indulging in and um things that you will create they you see the you see that the same thing in them um so with that that's how i grew i mean just like running to, to andre like my wife they they, they knew andre but I didn't. And then out of the clear blue, me creating what I can do and what, you know, my potential is. You come across like-minded people. And so that's the way you came with the Drawing Board Nation. It was like just seeing people of a like mind where they want to see the best in people. They, they, they value and they create dope things. They create dope content and create dope outlooks. And how culture, you create your own culture, you're shaping and you're forging your own way of expressing yourself of what God has given you. And so I'm around great people that are doing great things. And so as we continue to go on this journey, what are you gonna do? At the end of the day, my challenge tonight is what are you gonna do with your canvas? Who are you as a person? Who is your as an individual? Where are you gonna create those the dopest view of you? So just how I articulate with the paintbrush, you have to do two things. You have to first let God, God allow you to create something in you. But then also too, guess what? He gives you the, the the free will and the ability to create after that. So, what kind of life are you going to create for yourself? And guess what? No one can stop you but you. I would get frustrated because I couldn't draw certain figures. I couldn't draw ears at one time. I couldn't draw um, hands or anything, and I would get so frustrated. Like like, why do they look like nubs? Or why, like you know, why is this figure looking like this? Not to to the anatomy that I, it should be to a certain degree. I had to practice it. So, guess what? Everything that you do is not going to happen overnight. But are you up for the journey? Are you up to see the bigger picture? Are you up to see the best version of you starting now? Even with that, that's counted as a blueprint. So continue to look at your blueprint, continue to make things work for you. And guess what? Evolve in it. And guess what? For those who have children. Wow, wow, wow. For those who have children, your kids. Are privileged to see your blueprint, but also guess what? Your canvas daily. They see how you paint it, they mimic your brush strokes, they they mimic your patterns and your, your likeness. And guess what? They're miniature versions of you. There are many canvases. And all of your dark areas, all of your light, bright days, guess what? They're able to see that. You owe it to them to see the best painting of you. Also, guess what? The real is painting of you as well, too. But make sure that it counts to a bigger picture. Everything that you do, everything that I do is to a bigger picture. It's a domino effect. It's an it's echo. So that's what I leave with you for today. Um, also, with, with culture, too, man, guess what? It it, shapes, it does shape a nation. It would take more than just you. Um, last time you see me, I was um, actually working on a wall mural. And um, it was a, a big, the biggest wall mural we've done in the city, in Fort Wayne. And um, could I do it by myself? Yes, but it would have took a longer, longer time. But thankfully, it was me and three other artists to see this big picture. So what we did was we got together. We we, we created a blueprint that said, hey, this is what it's going to look like. This is what it's going to do for this corner. And every eye that sees it is going to be um, empowered by it. And with this, I had to first get on the same page and understand their point of view as far as perspective of where they are in their culture to make a bigger culture, a bigger, bigger effect, a bigger, a bigger board for all to see. So we want this these things, or just like I did with just my individual self, where you create a framework for it. You create this outlook of how it's gonna look, how it's gonna feel, how it's gonna sound. Will it offend people? Will it draw people to you? Will it um you know, make, make things bigger with other people being enlightened by it. And guess what? It did that. And it's continued to do that. So even in the process of that, we had to come together as artists and figure out, Hey, should we do this? Should we not do this? Should we put more of this color in there? What color will work for this? Uh, what should it, what should the wall mural say? Um, and we had to go through this for a week. We went back and forth on what it should look like, what it should feel like. And being that with four people, it was like, wow, what can I do now? So guess what? You got four like-minded people, everyone's on the same page, and we want to do this project. Now it's like, what happens next? We're gonna knock it out now. We gotta knock out the part. we got a blueprint for it, we gotta put in the work now, we gotta put in the work. So with everyone's experiences, everyone had strong suits, and some people had, you know, weaknesses, strengths, weaknesses, just like any other circle. And we would call each other in that way in a respectful manner where we understood each other's um language, so just like as a musician, you know some people they may play the bass guitar, they may play the drums, the keyboards, and each one has their position on which notes they should take high or low or how skillful they're playing or how fast or slow they're playing, or a tempo or a rhythm, same thing, but with the artist, it was like, OK, you do pretty good with the shading. Let's get you over here, and do this." You work faster over this way. Let's get your best working potential this way. This is what you're not good at. Okay, I'm going to fall back. I'm going to learn from you how to do this. So you have to be open enough. To know that who can do what in your life as well, too. And fast forwarding um, one of the older gentlemen, because it was different kind of kind of generational gaps, if you will. One of the older gentlemen said, hey, we should do this way and it's going to we should do this and it's going to be a traditional way. And me, I'm kind of fast paced, and I'm like, okay, we got to rock it out. We got to do some time, man. We got stuff to do. We got families to go home to, and everything else. And so he took heed to me what I was saying. So when you find other people that are doing what you enjoy doing, or on your journey the same way as you, you'll find shortcuts in life that that you know knock things out faster versus going through the motion to get you to a point where you just want just want to give up. So, for example. He wanted to do things where he wanted to make a grid. So we got a blueprint, and then we have this big wall. He wanted to make things in a grid pattern. Cool, fine, that's great. We don't have time for that because we got bigger things to do. I see potential. I see greater things. So what we did was we sketched it on on a small thing, took a picture of it, and projected it on the wall. If we did it via the grid way, it would have took us two days to probably get that on the wall. What I did cut us time where I was able to do it in an hour and 45 minutes to be able to paint just the image on the wall, just to get the, the grid, the blueprint on the wall. Guess what? He told everybody, all his art friends, he said, Hey, Theo, you're doing great things. I got to tell everybody else what you're doing. Once more, based off of your experiences, people will be inspired. And guess what? They will take it and run with it. And also tell others as well too, because guess what? We're here to help each other in, in the bigger picture. After that, we decided to lay the paintings down Okay, We got the blueprint up, we got that up We was excited, we was pumped We're our hour 45 minutes into it Next day, rock it out Okay, this is what we're going to do now We're going to lay our colors down All our base colors first And then we had a brick wall This is a brick wall in my you. If you have ever painted a brick wall It is the most Tiresome, craziest Cringing experience you could ever do Because guess what you go into paint, and it's going to be some areas that you're not going to be able to hit into, like the little crevice of things, and so it's hard to to get in there. You don't want to do that, so I, I come up with the solution again. Okay. Hey, let's get a a sprayer, paint sprayer. Knock them out, color by color. We out of here in no time. Lay down a paste coat, then hit with the colors once more. Experience, experience is key, and don't withhold your experiences from the bigger picture because you're picture and your experiences are, are needed. Your technique is needed. Your, your way of getting out of certain things in life, like how you battle things in your mind and, and how you got over things, uh, whether it be relationships or finance or um, how, how you, how you sought out God for a certain situation, your experiences are necessary. And so with that, you will see that in the actual detail of your bigger picture, whether it be a physical painting or life. And so we would go through this where we knocked out color by color by color. Flew past, time flew past. So this this big wall here, we got it done in about a week and a half. Great. But how do we get there? Based off of experience and taking the time to understand what we can do and what we can't do, but then also hopefully trusting others to help us with this bigger picture. Because guess what? You cannot make your big picture by yourself. I repeat that again. You cannot make your big picture by yourself. Why not? Glad you asked. Because you didn't make yourself. (laughs) Your life experiences have made yourself, whether it be your parents, your guardians, um, your teachers, um, your your boot thing, or whatever else you want to call it, your honey, whomever, you did not make your own self. And guess what? You cannot do greatness by yourself. Um, I had the privilege of not only just have this one experience with this wall mural, because guess what? That also propelled me to do bigger, great things. I'm like, what can I do now? I'm ready to take down the whole city. <laughs> I'm ready to take down half. I'm ready to take down the Midwest region. Detroit, don't let me come up there. It's a, it's a wrap once I get a wall. <laughs> but once you get that experience, I'm sorry, I had to, to go back to that. Experience is key. Exposure is key. Exposure helps you with, with seeing a bigger picture. Exposure helps you create your destination. So for me, it it has done that, and repeatedly over and over, every time that I find a new rhythm in that, I find a new habit, I find a new new outlet in it, it allows me to be free and to do greater things. And with art, artists are able to create because sometimes we don't know what we're going to create. To be able to go into the unknown of creating something out of nothing um, or transcending, it's a blessing it's a gift it's a one-of-a-kind experience that only artists can do and articulate to give out to, to the masses of people so yeah i i'm kind of kind of kind of taken back because it's a wow factor that i enjoy doing this <laughs> hopefully this has been making sense And um yeah,
1: Leo, listen yeah. man you have been doing an excellent job brother i have been dropping notes in the chat and <laughs> uh Here's something you didn't know that I was going to do, okay? But I got to spring it on you. I have just gone to your website, freshlaundry.com, and I have just ordered a 16 by 20 watercolor print of Optimistic. Wow. And what I would like to do at this time is that to the first person that says, Comments, experience and exposure, there's a bigger picture. Experience and exposure, there's a bigger picture. Take a selfie, put it in the chat. Whoever does that, as soon as I get it, I will make sure that it gets to you. What is the charge? The very first person that puts in their experience and exposure, there's a bigger picture. You have a 16 by 20 a piece of fresh laundry that you will get today. Mm. You won't get it today, but you it'll you will be able to claim it today. I, listen, I don't see anybody in the chat yet, but you better get it in there. You better let people know this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Make sure for you to see the drawing board nation and fresh laundry collaborate, and you'll get a piece of that fresh laundry if you put in the chat Experience and exposure, there's a bigger picture, and take a selfie. Oh, I see Justin Smiley, he's put experience and exposure. We need a selfie. Come on, put the hey. selfie in there. Let's go. Let's Let go. I'm t- waiting. It's off to the races.
0: Let me tell you something about art as well, too, while we're doing this, and you just you just opened up a whole nother floodgate. With art as well, too, it holds value. Yes, sir. It
1: holds,
0: it holds weight. It holds Time, experience, ex- exposure, it, it holds everything. Why do you think that you see like a Jean-Michel Basquiat for selling over, over millions of dollars? Why do you see people invest in artwork? Um, they do it because of the value behind it, of the time that's been put in, the the, the experience and the exposure that the artist has, has had over the years. And um, just for example, like with my artwork, I'm, I'm privileged to say that um, a lot of people have my artwork. And it's a blessing. And guess what? It took away time. It took time away from my family. It took time away what I could potentially be doing in the future because I needed the necessity to create. And guess what? One of those paintings that he just bought, uh, it has a value now. But guess what? That value increases as well, too. The thing is that everyone can't have that painting. Everyone can't have an original. And then when it's signed, sealed, and delivered, and you own it, the rights to that man, it has value. It holds weight. So just like a household name, where people know Nike, and if you have a pair of Jordans, you get a pair of Jordans, and you 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 scuff them up, you feel like it's the end of the world. <laughs> why is that? Why my right? Yeah, don't don't scuff my Jays, man. So it's like it has value, it has weight. Why does it have Why does it have this weight? Because of a name that's attached to, based off of his experience and exposure, and his 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 time and energy into something. So is it is with art. And so thankfully, I'm able to be able to have, you know, names behind me that, you know, have been have been exposed to my work and the collect my artwork. Um, You know, people have been known, been hearing about me and Spike Lee have worked where Spike Lee has my artwork and, you know, Gene Simmons. And I work with Porsche and Starbucks and these different names that hold weight and value. But guess what? Everything that has ever been created was based off of an experience.
1: Mm, That's good.
0: You know, so everything's yeah. crazy, so not just physical artwork, but everything that has been ever created. So, like, even with this drawing board experience, this has been created out of the necessity of experience and exposure and knowing that, guess what? I cannot hold this to myself.
1: Yes. You know, because guess you what? Know? Yeah. You know what? No, I was about to say, Theo, do you know the drawing board is based upon uh, one of the worst times in my life? Mm. <laughs> Uh, it was 2011. I lost my job. I lost my cars. I lost my home. I I had been on my own since I was 17. But now my family, we had to move in with my in-laws because literally I lost everything. So when you see the word, the drawing board, or you hear me on here saying the drawing board nation, like, no, there's a huge backstory so -hmm. that everything you see me creating is based upon an experience. Theo, I was home in Fort Wayne um, over the weekend, yep. and I drove my son around, and I've done it before, but it was just he and I, and I drove him to every house that we lived in when I grew up. And wow. I I brought him to one of the homes, uh, one of the very first homes that we lived in when my mom and I moved back from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And this was what they would call a shotgun house. Uh <laughs> extremely small. Uh, it wasn't in the best condition. And when I showed him the home, I said, it looks it looks drastically different from where you live, doesn't it? And I told him that every privilege is based upon sacrifice. Just like everything that we create is based upon an experience. So when you see the drawing board, or when you see uh, Andre Ebron, or you see Theopolis Smith Fresh Laundry, there is a host of sacrifice and experience that shows up on the canvas of our lives that you have no idea about. So while you appreciate the beauty of it and the hues of it and the clash and the collision of the different colors and how it invokes something in you, within there is both pain and suffering and there's joy and jubilation. Yes. So like, when you do that, you, 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 and that's how we have to look at each other's life. Like Although mm-hmm. we may not understand it, we have to appreciate it because you don't know the backstory, right? right. And so I may not fully agree with everything you do, but I'm going to find the beauty in your life and appreciate what you present that I can identify with. And let's agree there. Yes. Because I, I don't, I cannot judge what you do if I don't understand why you do it.
0: Correct. And uh, you know what, it's funny you mentioned that too, because the thing is, we have to do a better job of looking at for the beauty in others as well too. We always so quick to figure out what's wrong with this person. We know exactly what's wrong with this person. And how they come across and I'm sure with them, I got time for them, am going to cut them off and everything else. And we may miss a blessing based off of not looking for the beauty or what does God even see in them? Yes, sir. It's, like it's, it's beauty in everything. You just have to look for it. That's it. You have it. to expect it. See the potential.
1: And what I find is that uh, if I look long enough, I'll see something about myself within you. Yes. And what we really are looking for in other people and we don't openly say it is we're really looking for ourselves in them. Yes. (laughs) And what happens happens a lot of times is people that we fiercely reject represent parts of our life that we're not prepared to embrace. Mm -hmm. And so my rejection of you has absolutely nothing to do with you, but my rejection of you has to deal with that part of our lives that we haven't had the courage to confront. Correct. And so I'll blame it on uh, the way that you look. I'll blame it on your race, your ethnicity. I'll blame it on your gender. I'll blame it on, but I'll reject in you what I'm not willing to confront in me. Right, right. <laughs> and so here's my challenge to everybody: like it's time to increase. Especially we're in the midst of a crisis. So what we have to do is look to create new experiences. Like don't try to recapture the past. The past is. The past is gone. Don't try to say I can't wait to recapture what was, because Theo, let's be real for a second. What was wasn't all that great. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: Guess though? This is. I mean, and I'm gonna tell you, like, my this year alone. Okay, so of course this has been a pandemic, and it's been a time where um, the world has been either just it's it's shifting. It's a it's a time where it's like, what is going on? And, when we gonna get out of this? <laughs> but really? in the same token, these are the times where, hi, everyone was hype at the beginning of the year when they looking like this is twenty twenty. No, you gotta look for the potential and the goodness in this. What beauties came out of this? So for myself alone, I literally hit the ground running. I'm like, okay, twenty twenty. I don't know what's gonna happen, but we are here. I will, I would work. I have, a, I have a background in in financing, and I would go to work, and I would be frustrated. I was like, okay, why am I here? I don't want to be here. I'd rather be doing art anyway. And you have to be careful even what you create with your mouth. That's a side note.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> Every day I would say, why am I here? Why, why am I doing this? I'm going through the motions and, you know, I could I could make my painting and I could make my whole check in a, in a week, in a couple weeks and why am I here? And you say that enough where it's like, okay, if you feel like you can do better, be better. But guess what? I didn't take heed to that so God kind of plugged me out there. So May 24th, Um, They came to me and said, hey, Mr. Smith, we are cutting your position along with 52 other people. Here's your service package. Have a good life. And any other person would have been like, why? Why me? Why why is this going on through? The next day after that, the pandemic said, hey, we're shutting down the world. I see it as an opportunity. I woke up every day with joy. I woke up every day like, oh, I'm about to crush it. I'm about to get it because guess what? I have lived the blueprint. I have lived the structure. I have lived the framework of how this thing plays out. Now it's time to fill in with with the substance. I have to fill it in with those mediums of my experience and my exposure and how I'm going to attack this thing called life. And guess what? I have done art ever since the beginning of this year as a full-time job. No one has ever. And I have a family. I'm We have a house. We have we have cars. We got kids. And guess what? God has not allowed us to miss a beat. He has shown us. Yes, so. so every every job I've taken as far as art related. Guess what? I'm sewing it back into people. And guess what? The way life and art works for me, both of them attack the same thing. So whatever your gift is, guess what? It will not only help you, but guess what? Make room for others as well, too. So be careful what you put into you. Whatever your substance is or whatever you're trying to do in life, whatever you're trying to accomplish this year, guess what? The year's not over with. Whatever you're trying to do right now, don't hold off of it. Your exposure, get your exposure out there. Your your experience, your intellect, your culture, get it out. Because guess what? No one can do it but you. And if you don't do it, you will cut yourself short. You will cut your experience short. You will cut your exposure short. And if you don't do it today, tonight, this is guess what? You don't need another wake up call. Do it today.
1: That's good. Theo. That's good. Listen, man, uh, you said something today and believe it or not, man, we're getting close to the closure of this, uh, you know, this segment, uh, this edition. But you said something that I thought was so powerful and it's totally in alignment with scripture. You said your story should create freedom for others. And man, listen. It reminded me of the scripture that says, for we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, our story, right? And so you said your story, like I immediately, of course, you know, I'm in the merchandising mind right now. So I'm like, oh, that's a quotable. So I said, uh, we got to definitely put that down. Theo, uh, you know how they have those shirts. uh, And now I'm just speaking to you, brother to brother. They just happen to hear our conversation. Uh, You know, those shirts where they have like Rosa Parks, Uh, like, no. (laughs) No. uh, Yeah. yeah, So I can picture the church saying uh, your story should create freedom for others, period. And then fresh laundry at the bottom. Like when I tell you, look, that's a whole narrative right there. Right. Like experience uh, experience and exposure, like those two things transform uh, people's lives. I was talking um, last week before Greg came on and Mm -hmm. I was saying we've been talking a lot about dreams and goals, aspirations and ambitions. I said one of the things that we we hit about a lot and we generally talk about it as a path of discovery when we talk about our purpose. Right. So yeah. scripture tells us that the purpose standeth sure. So God's purpose for our life standeth sure. It doesn't it, it hasn't changed because of, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go on my King James language, but it hasn't changed because of the conditions. I can hear myself, you know, but, but uh, <laughs> it hasn't it hasn't. Has your purpose doesn't change. Uh, but your dreams will change based upon what you're exposed to. Uh, and your dreams will change based upon your maturity. Uh, your goals will change as you accomplish them. Uh, I'll tell you, Theo, At I'll be 38 in a couple of days. And my goals as a 38-year-old are very different than my goals they were as a 25-year-old. Like, as I grow mature and I'm exposed to and experience different things, my goals change. And then, you, yeah. you know, we say, hey, listen, we set goals up and we crush them. That's that's just what we do, you know? And, yep. and so as you, your goals will change, your ambitions will change well, I says, as your character changes. Uh, because what happens a lot of times is uh, we come into the world so ambitious that, that we violate principles of character, which we will find ourselves, me, find, find ourselves at the drawing board again. Right? right. And so... Our ambitions change as our character develops. And then when we get to our purpose, after you've purged your ambition, after you've been exposed to some things and experienced some things, after you've had the test and trial of actually setting something up and accomplishing it, then you come to this place of purpose. Uh, Some people call it destiny or destination. But literally, purpose is what fuels your life. Like, uh, this is what God asked me, Theo. And in my conversation with him, uh, just uh, throwing some thoughts around, I was like, Lord, you know, if I had some, same thing, I was like, if I had some time to really work on this business, if I had some time to really uh, th- get some things going. And so then he said, now, what would you do if I actually gave you the time? So then the pandemic hits, boom. He said, well, you got the time now. Let's see what you do. <laughs> right. right. And so here comes, look, here comes the sketch collection, which launches tomorrow. Uh, the drawing board the nation, but, hey listen, the draw. The sketch collection is dropping tomorrow. Several different items, beyond blue with the drawing board nation, uh, the blue crew neck and the long sleeve. The here I am uh, crew neck, which is based upon First Samuel, chapter three, verse four. God called out to Samuel and before Samuel ran to Eli, he responds, here I am. <laughs> All right, and then of course you know our piece, the drawing board nation fresh laundry collabo, the drawing board, you know, a that listen, these exclusive pieces, only 36 will ever be made. And six of them are already gone. So the question, as you, as you ask Theo, uh, your statement says your story should create freedom for others. Closing words, brother. What are your closing words?
0: Man, my closing worries, um, that's one thing, just just to piggyback off of that again, just whatever you do now, it will echo to the whole nation, whatever you do now. And guess what? No one else can do your purpose but you. Um, I'll say this as well, too. You know how a microwave has one purpose, is to heat up food. It can't go swimming. <laughs> it can't make things cold. It does its purpose. And guess what? Only you can do your purpose, and you're only designed to do your purpose. No one else can take that from you. Mm-hmm. So, whatever your purpose is, um, help, tell God if you don't know your purpose, hey, I'm, I'm in the need of it. I'm in the need of the right people. I'm in the need of the right exposure. I'm in the need of the right um, intellect. And um you have to have the desire. You have to wake up and want it. How bad do you want it? Because it hurts worse to remain the same.
1: Yes, sir. So Theo, I want to announce the winner. I don't see his uh I don't see the selfie in here, but I'm sure when I go to look at it, it'll be in there. But the first person to comment, experience and exposure. There's a bigger picture. The winner is Justin Smiley. Woo!
0: Congratulations.
1: <laughs> and here, here's the awesome thing about this, Theo. He's a young man that attends my church. And uh Yep. So it's going to be dope to be able to gift that to him. And uh, we are creating experiences, man. You know, the the mission of the drawing board nation is to create an experience that will transform the world. And so the world is full of institutions. The world is full of organizations. And all of those institutions and organizations are run by systems. So whenever we impact somebody's life, we are literally transforming the world. What we did right here tonight, Theo, is creating, as you said, an echo in the world that will forever be remembered. Yes. Because whatever we create with our mouth, it goes into perpetuity. Yeah. I I believe that firmly because we know the power of life and death is in the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So, yeah, man, looks like we're going to be eating some good fruit, brother. So, so look. no, no now. Yes sir. yes, sir, let's go, let's go. So as we close out tonight. Um, again, Theo, I just appreciate they can definitely look forward to seeing you every third Tuesday of the month yes. coming into, Yes, sir. Coming into going into 2021. And uh, it looks like these shirts will probably be sold out by Black Friday. Yet, yeah, you know.
0: Hey, it's, it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, to the drawing board nation. And to the Fresh Laundry, uh, what, what do you call your followers?
0: Actually, I haven't came up with one yet, but I just know I just welcome everybody into the laundromat.
1: Oh, so all of those that have come to the laundromat, remember your future is not behind you, it is not before you, it is within you. And I'm Andre Ebron, and this is my homeboy Fresh Laundry. And guess what? You'll be able to catch us again next Thursday, Tuesday of December. God bless you all. Peace. Peace.